Yonkers will have to face Dynamic tag teams in all the WWE. They always get a huge reaction by the WWE Universe. You never know quite what to expect inside the ring. Well, prime times like Easy E and Dr. Dre, like Eric Sherman and Paris Smith. It's just a real fun, good time kind of unit. You can feel everyone in the WWE Universe. Not only do they stand up and say what's up for our truth, but they also like to pump their fists for crime time. Did I say that right? I want to, I want to, um, you know, we broke format for that uh that was the uh last tag team entrance of crime time oh. uh, in the wwe uh so uh we're gonna get to all of that i'm sure everybody who uh watches or listens no we don't have watchers we have listeners listens <laughs> to the show uh had absolutely no what knows why we just uh broke format like that and did it that way um we'll get to it in a minute if you don't know why, because I would like to talk about something fun and positive and happy uh, before we get into the meat of it today. Um, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, first of all, I know we skipped the uh, the bonus episode this past week. I had a uh, a, a, a garbage weekend when it came to uh, things around the house breaking um uh tripped uh not tripped a circuit uh circuit um i think they call it blue, like the circuit blue i don't know the circuit was was destroyed um toilet broke um several things a garage door not working Ugh. um i've managed to fix fix two out of the three uh, but nice. it, it took a long time. Uh, I feel super masculine saying that, uh, yeah, I swapped out a circuit from the breaker box. Um, so the garage door is still just outside of my expertise, but we're going to get there. Not, we'll get there. Not giving up on it yet. Um, but uh, so I, my fault, apologies for missing the, the bonus episode over the weekend. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll come back next weekend with something good. So. Um, that's all I got for that. Uh, how yeah, have you we been? Yeah, yeah, we will. We always uh, do. We make good. Dude, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Got a, got a nice little run, walk, jog thing in today after work. Had a pretty good day at work. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a short week, so that makes me happy. Yeah, it is always good. Uh, but, yeah, like outside of that, there's not like – had a pretty low-key and chill weekend, which was kind of rad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, um, and yeah, man, that was like... Uh, I don't know if you've seen my Instagram posts, but we have... Uh, like, one of my buddies is painting the windows at a toy shop here in town. Oh, that's cool. So I went and hung out with him on Sunday and Monday afternoon. A shout out to Justin Stewart. You're doing great work. Um, and yeah, like, you know, hung out with him and the other thing that like, you know, me, I'm, I'm a warm weather guy. So like, I'm (laughs) I'm never going to stop that joke. 
I know. I have to stop working that phrase into every single show we do. Because <laughs> at but, some point, I'm going to feel like you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a warm weather guy. And so, like, this is – it's been great for me. It's been hot as hell. I have to tie my hair up, but I just don't care. Like, I love summertime weather. I love summertime. I love – like, I'm not an outdoorsman. You're not going to catch me, like – Hiking or cycling or like, you know, doing trails at the Red River Gorge. But like, uh, I'll sit in your backyard and drink some beer with you. <laughs> That's about as outdoorsy as you get. Huh? Yeah. That's but, okay. You know, it's just like, I feel like there's a larger sense of like camaraderie and people like hanging out in summer. So uh, I always, I've always just liked summer more and that, and I hate snow. Like I hate snow. Yeah, in cold weather. Kind of I live to be, I live to be in shorts. You know that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, to the point where when I'm wearing shorts, I say it's my Koran costume, <laughs> like because that's that's how often you are in shorts. Like seeing you in jeans weirds me out. Like I think something's up when you are uh, in jeans. One so, of my favorite pictures is the four of us when we did the the live show in 2018. We have all we all have the matching T-shirts on. Yeah. And I feel like I was completely out of uniform because it's like you, John and Julian all have like, cause it's before John can like let his hair grow out a little bit. Yeah. So it's like the three y'all kind of have like nicely kept hair. You're all have like jeans on. You're all like looking prim and proper. And then there's me <laughs> in my shorts when it's 38 degrees outside and uh, with my hair and probably it's, that may have been the longest it had ever been. Because that was like shortly before I started doing the undercut. Yeah. Uh, so well, you'll be happy to know uh, that right now I am in the at the point where I am letting my hair grow just to see what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I need to trim the back and the sides. Uh, maybe tonight I can do that pretty quick. Um, I've been I've been cutting my own hair for like three years, four years now, and. Um, so I get the back and the sides like the last five or six times I've done it. I've been getting the back and the sides, but I haven't been doing anything with the top. So I'm going to keep that up and just, I'm kind of just like looking to see what it looks like. Just checking it. Just seeing might, might get rid of it at any point. I don't know, but for right now, I'm going to keep it. Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. Just let it go, man. Let it go. Do that. Like, uh, the, the CM Punk slick back. Oh, oh, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I could pull that off, but. Oh, you could pull that off. I have faith in you. Um, I don't, I, I, I guess, uh, it's either that or the, um, uh, the CM Punk late 2013 look where it's just like down. I like that too. I like that too. So we'll see what happens. Um, but we'll get to our uh, happy point of discussion first. Um, if you've been following along on our show in the last few months every every week we pick a we go in order of north american releases for video game consoles we pick the one the number one game from each system and this week it's almost deja vu it's deja vu ooh because it's an extra u it was that was bad i'm sorry Deja vu you? I don't know. It was bad. I can't figure out a good way to do that. Uh, oh my god, I love that so much. It's it's like, almost... I the, absolutely love that. 
it's basically the same system twice in a row because this week is the Wii U. Wii U, Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. Yeah. It's, again, it's the second system in a row that has the worst uh, feature of a video game system. It's when you turn it on after years and years and years of not playing it, and you got to delete the me's of all your exes. It's true. Or all your again, fr- people who aren't friends anymore. Uh, I don't think I ever actually actually added another me to my Wii U. Like, I, I just I don't think I ever made another one. So It's, it's just like the, the stock me's. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, uh, you had to make one for yourself when you turned on, like when you were setting up the console. Yeah. And I like, do you want to know what my biggest complaint about the, the me was? Was that when you made it, like when you set a person as the favorite, it put them in the red pants instead of the black ones like everyone else got. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Like, my big ass has never worn red pants a day in my life. No. No, I mean I have salmon pants, but I don't think that's red. I don't think that counts as red. We'll talk about the salmon pants all day. <laughs> we will talk about those after the show. Yeah, you're gonna be in timeout though. Oh, how long? I don't know. Five days when we come back for the next show. Oh my gosh, that's a long time for timeout. Yeah, man. <sighs> No, you can have your phone, so you can still, you know, like, jerk off and stuff. Oh, good. I can still send unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got another phone-related topic we're going to talk about another time. That I brought up to you off-air before we started recording. Um, love that idea. It does not involve any dick pics. No. Well, so. well, maybe. <sighs> because I think it should also be um, um, received and sent. <laughs> I think that's a good. I think that's a good. Um, I think that's a good one. I'm into that idea. So um, <laughs> I just keep getting texts from that person. Uh, anyway, that's why I thought of that is because I keep getting them. Um. Oh my god. I. I okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna set my phone down <laughs> because there's more that I need to tell you, but I have to do it off the air uh, because this is this is like. I can't. So, uh, Wii U games, what do you got? <laughs> Did I go first on... Who went first on the Wii U? Was it me or you? I don't remember. Um, do you want to go first? Because I feel like I'm going to take longer. Okay, I feel like you probably will. Uh, I'm going to go way out of left field, because I think you and me might have had the same one, but I'm going to change it. I'm going to change mine, because I remembered another game. Okay. Probably the most non-Nintendo... Wii U game that I can possibly think of. But it also when you when you're describing it to somebody you use every positive adjective for an action game. I never thought that a, N- a Nintendo would have an exclusive on the sequel to an action game that had a one-handed mode. <laughs> Bayonetta 2. Such a great game. Is my Wii U game of choice. The first Bayonetta had a one-handed mode. I'll let you figure out why. And when they announced that Bayonetta 2 was a Wii U exclusive, I I, I had no idea why. 
Uh, it shocked me. Very surprising. But uh, one of Loki, the best action games of that console generation. Just fantastic. Kind of took me by surprise, too. Um, and for a long time, Bayonetta 2 was the only one I owned because I missed the, the two-pack that came out initially. Oh, yeah. Because, like, they, they packaged them, and then, like, one day I was up at a, a game store, and I realized that they didn't... They marked the two-pack and the regular Bayonetta 2 the same price. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, I know I have this at home, but this is coming home with me today, too. Yep, so, ching and it was I mean it was a fun game. Yeah, it's 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 just, it's crazy like there's so much action all the time. It's so so did you fun. see they uh they re-released the original on PS4? It was like a 10-year oh. anniversary pack from the company. It was that game and then um my cousin and I we always had a running joke with the game Vanquish. Because there's like no game ever that sounds more dreary than when you pick that up, and it's like someone trying to sound all badass, but just like vanquish. So it just it like it was it's a fun game, but like you know, just booting up the console, being like, all right, got like an hour to play some games. What am I gonna play? Vanquish. Vanquish, vanquish your boredom with vanquish. You gotta say it right, man. You gotta get in there. You, you go. There it is. Gotta almost get the Vince McMahon in there from from the depths. Vanquish, pal. Uh, That's all I had. He's gonna vanquish. He's gonna vanquish. I don't know. Now, in fact, this is not the last time you'll hear the name Vince McMahon on this show. Yeah, uh, man. I, I, now it, it, feel, it almost felt like I was going into like weird porn. There, he's gonna vanquish. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, I feel bad about my life. Bayonetta 2, that's my pick. What do you got? I have a game that, um, like, only one other game we've talked about has done this for me. It has, like, changed my view as a gamer. And um, that was Link to the Past. Yeah. Uh, when this, when they announced this game, I thought it sounded so stupid. It looked so dumb and I had no interest in it at all. Fast forward to summer of 2017 before I had, had, had ever started watching game streams or game streamers or anything like that. I was a big, like what culture watch mojo and gaming bolt. Like those were my three channels and they were all like top 10, top 15, whatever lists. So there's no reason this should have been recommended to me. No reason uh, I even like clicked it, but it recommended Ryu Car is playing dot 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 to I the have... surprise of no one. Uh-huh. Super Mario. I Maker. knew it. I knew it. I almost picked that one and I changed it. Um, because Bayonetta. But yes, Super Mario Maker. Yes. I was glued, like. You know, he was playing a super expert, like, 100-man, and the levels were so intricate and so, like, weird. And so, like, I I watched the stream for, like, two hours, and then he was like, all right, guys, I'm going to switch over and play Link to the Past Randomizer. And I was like, excuse me? Wait, wait. Which is, uh, it's a hack someone made of Link to the Past where whatever chest, anytime you open a chest, it's a random item. So you start the game like normal, and you still go to your uh, your uncle, grandfather, whatever it is, 
at the beginning of the game, but he might not hand you a sword and shield. Oh. You get two items, and like, I was watching one time, and someone got uh, the like big, like the highest power glove you can get in the game, and oh. arrows, and they were like, "Sweet, I have no way to defend myself." Yep. Uh, but so going back to it, um, you know, I watched some of his stuff, and it was within like a week or two weeks because this was at the height of my like. They'd announced they were discontinuing Switch or uh, Wii and Wii U games. So this was at like the height of my, I'm buying it. Like, if it sounds cool, I'm buying it. Um, so I went out and I bought Mario Maker, and I felt sorry for every other game I purchased, regardless of console <laughs> that summer. Uh, I just, like, I, a game has not enthralled me that way in a long, long time. And I mean, and, you know, it's, it's because it's so different. There's, you're never going to have the same experience twice. Right. And, um, you know, it was a ton of fun. Like there was a sense of accomplishment cause like a normal, and I, I kind of hated it, but I kind of liked it. Like you had to be easy to open up normal. You had to be normal to open up expert. And it's like the, the, the difference between easy and normal, it's like half a step. And then like the step between normal and expert is like three staircases. <laughs> it's like that slide at the like amusement park that looks like it's just straight down, but oh, no one yeah. really notices that it has like just enough angle to keep you moving downward. Yeah. Um, and then uh, super expert, I have still yet to ever beat a super expert level. That was in a run, quote unquote, on either Super Mario Maker. I've beaten a few on, uh, I think I may have sent you the picture I took of, I was the seventh person to clear a level that had 375,000 plays. That's pretty and awesome. And I missed the world re- re- the world record by two thousandths of a second. Uh. Uh, but yeah, Mario Maker, it's... It started my my love of watching game streamers, it, and you know, like there are, uh, you know, it's it, it's like game streaming and Mario Maker are like game streaming is now like one of my big passions. It's up there with like, and I've even like uh, when they announced the last Mario Maker two update, they uh, one of the guys I was like is like, hey, I'm doing like a little short hour long stream at like, and it was ten or it was like he started at like nine thirty. EST because he's in Portland. And I was like, cool, I'll pull it up. And then, like, before I know, I'm looking at my phone, have no idea what's going on on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Super Mario Maker is, without a doubt, it's pro- it's one of my top favorite games of all time. I have a hard time putting it in my top 10 because it's, it's. I almost feel like it's more of like a hack than an actual game because it's all used created stuff. Right. But. You know, in my heart of hearts, it's probably a top five game ever for me. So, it's love pretty love awesome Mario. because yeah. it's one of those games that, like, legitimately, it's pretty much only limited by your own creativity or the creativity yeah. of others, which is awesome. And they're like. There are auto scrollers um, where, like, there are auto Mario's where you don't even have to move, and they go through like all this intricate stuff. There are music levels, uh, 
Kaizo levels that I am terrible at. <laughs> uh, like there are just all these different layers to the game and you can find like a subsect of like pretty much anything. Like, I, I've had people make like, they're not scary or spooky or anything, but there are people who have made like attempted to make like horror levels. That's awesome. Other tributes to other games, like there's just there's something for everyone in Mario Maker, and I fucking love it. It's yeah, it's uh, like I just like what I've seen, you know, the times that I've been hanging out at conventions and stuff, and you're like, hey man, check check this one out, like blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, crazy. So I, I love it. Um, so uh, what's what's our next system? Uh, the next one, I believe, is Xbox One. But let me let me verify this here real quick for us. Oh no, PlayStation Four by a week. Four. That one's going to be tough because now we're into the systems uh, that still actively have games released. Yeah. So it's going to be a bit of a challenge. We're still we're still going to do it. So, awesome. All right, you ready to uh to get mad? Not yet. We're first first we're going to we're going to talk nice. Um yeah. because uh it, it, this whole thing started out with uh with sad news. I know we're we're late uh reporting on this. We're not really reporting, but we're commenting on it. Um, the, um, the tragic, uh, Shad Gaspard, uh, vacation incidents, uh, just like talk about a dude that like nobody has anything bad to say about, which is super rare Yeah, just in general, but also like next to impossible in the world of wrestling. Um, like nobody has a bad thing to say about him at all uh dude stopped a robbery uh, after an he, independent he, show yeah he stopped a robbery at gunpoint um he's been in i mean and the thing is he's like transitioned he did like some weight like he did like some weightlifting shows or like powerlifting i guess and then like he's even done a little bit of acting i know a lot of it's yeah. more been like stunt work and that kind of stuff uh the one i didn't know is uh, if if you like the new God of War, yeah, 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 that's Shad Gaspard. Like that's his body. He did the motion. They they scanned that. him, and he did all the mocap work for a lot of the action stuff. Super cool. Um, um yeah. And it, you know, it's like it's weird to like scroll through and look at what people have been posting. Like, um, everyone from like Joey Ryan MVP. Brian, like there are people you wouldn't have expected, but you, you know, you forget about like some of these independent shows and that kind of stuff. Like, uh, the, the one that got me is, and it, you know, it made me happy to see it last year, but it's Shad and MVP celebrating Kofi's title win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I only saw crime time wrestle, I think once live. I'm pretty sure it was the same show you were at. Yeah, we um, uh, we saw Crime Time in Cincinnati at the U.S. Bank Arena for Cyber Sunday uh, 06. 
Oh six. It was uh, six months after the other show we were at, and we didn't know each other. <laughs> yeah, um, and they they won, um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, they 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 won a tornado tag match. That uh, I still think it's I, like I know I don't know if you believed me or not, but I straight up did not have to look that up. It, my, my favorite part, uh, I went back and I rewatched it, uh, like the end when they they steal Jerry Lawler's laptop. <laughs> uh, like they, they, they go out and like they roll out to the announcers, uh, Jr. and the King and like they're, they're celebrating and like JTG gets between them, uh, gets between Jr. and King and Shad is behind Lawler. Cause you know, the way, like when you're looking at it at TV, Lawler's on the left, Jr.'s on the right it's flipped, you know, Jr.'s on the left, King's on the right. If you're, you know, behind him. And so Shad, uh, Shad's behind King. JTG's in the middle, and JTG's like teaching, teaching him how to do all these like handshakes. And you just see Shad like unplugging stuff on the laptop, mm-hmm. and then just slides it behind him, like pats King on the shoulder, and they both just walk off. And as they get like halfway up the ramp, Jr's just like, "Hey King, where's your laptop?" And then like the camera cuts, and you know Shad's typing on the laptop and, and King's like, you know, bring it back. I'm still making payments on it. Like it, hilarious. It, uh, funny little segment, but, uh, yeah. So we both got to, uh, watch them win a number one contendership match that really never went anywhere. Yeah. Which uh, sadly in like, it's, it was baffling to me that they never got any type of title run. They are like the, um, the, Mr. Perfect, Roddy Piper of the Owen world Hart. title, Owen Hart of the world, Rick Rude of the world title, uh, where like when you tell people, yeah, they never won the tag team titles. They're like, wait, what? Are you sure? Because they should have won it. They're like the Jake Roberts. Like they were so over uh, that, you know, they, there was absolutely no reason why they couldn't see. I thought what they were going to do is because when they debuted uh, the spirit squad, was mm-hmm. the, was all five of them were the tag team champions, and I said all they had to do was do a little video where like they were out the spirit squad was out doing like cheerleading practice right, and the camera like zooms out, and there's crime time going through their bag and they pull out the tag titles, and you know they take them, and then uh, you know the spirit squad gets all mad challenges them to a match to actually, you know, to, to get them back. Crime time beats them. There you go. That's all you needed to do. Uh, I also, I, I really loved the, uh, Shawn Michaels. I speak jive (laughs) from Manchester. Yeah. Uh, it's so dumb. Like the thing is, it is so dumb. Yeah. It's, it, but it's so good. Yeah, it's it's perfect because it's uh you know it's a, it's a great uh, airplane throwback, but it's also uh, it fit that time perfectly. Uh, so well done. But uh, yeah, one of the and like I don't know why there's two things about Crime Time that I will never understand, that I will never figure out is number one why they didn't win 
the tag titles at least once during their entire run. And number two, why they weren't brought back after that robbery. When they were like back into everyone was like, holy shit, like they're back in the in the spotlight. Um, it was it was like a no brainer to bring them back, even for just a short run. Would have been amazing. Yeah, would have been great. And uh, one of the one of the catchiest openings to a an entrance ever. Yeah, uh, you have two different versions. Uh, you've got the uh, yo 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 yo, Chad Gaspard and JTG. It's prime time. You got that one that has you know their uh, their names. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the other one, the uh, the first one, the better uh, one. Which is uh, hilarious. Uh, uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can find the uh, the first one. Uh, let's see. Yo, 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 yo. Papa Forty and check your rollies. It's crime time. <laughs> Amazing. And that one's even got like the... That one's got the synth beat behind it. I love it. Uh, and uh, mad respect to um, mad respect to like anyone who's putting out a t-shirt or anything like that right now and is donating all the proceeds to his family. Yeah. And while we're shouting out people, I feel like we also need to shout out John Cena for the $40,000 yeah. donation Jeez. he made. Yeah. Like... It- what a stand-up dude. Like, everybody makes fun of John Cena. It's easy to put down John Cena, but, like, stand-up dude. Like, through and through, stand-up dude. Um, also, can I just say, uh, there are two um, pre-debut vignettes, like the series of vignettes, that I will always remember. Uh, number one, Val Venus. Oh, yeah. Like the Val Venus is coming. Um, <laughs> the second one is the crime time training montages that they did um, where it was all like they were basically committing street crimes training for the WWE. Well, you know, they they filmed those in Louisville because they were wrestling at OVW. So they filmed those in and around Louisville. That's awesome. One of them was at, uh, like, the one where they, I think they, like, rob an ATM or something. Yeah. Uh, that was filmed, like, three blocks from where my cousin lived at the time. That's so great. That's fantastic. Like, what a, what, like, you because I think almost all of them are on YouTube. Like, you can you can YouTube the uh, um, Crime Time Training videos, and they are hysterical. Uh, so good. Um so, um, but, um, for all of the positive, <sighs> I know I don't want to either. I want to just end it now on like the good, I want to just go to, let's make a call to Wichita, but, um, <laughs> uh, I want to so bad, but, uh, you know, a while ago, year, a year or so ago, maybe a little more, uh, on the talk nerdy to me podcast, we did a, worst fandom episode where we basically, we, we all threw out like several fandoms that we thought were the worst. Uh, and it started with everybody bullying George Lucas 
to the point where he was like, at this point, I wish I'd never made Star Wars, which is like insane. Um, and so we were throwing out like, who's which fandom is the worst? And, I wasn't on that episode. What'd you guys pick? Uh, I think we picked Star Trek. Fans were the worst. And now I'm realizing how wrong we were. Because we were so wrong. Like at the time, it made sense because we were like, oh, Star Trek fans are entitled and they're never happy with anything. And like you, you could release anything and they're just going to bitch about it. And they probably smell. And, um, you know, they're just, that part's fair. That part's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, and, you know, they're just they're the worst. They're the worst fandom. And that's the, like that's our decision. At the time, probably made sense. I need to go back and listen to it because I don't know. At the time, you know, like how sometimes they're like, it was a product of its time. That might have been a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel, though, it's time to update that because I have a nominee for <sighs> worst fandom far and away. And part it started. Here's the crazy thing about it. It started... Like a week ago, a week and a half ago, with th- with with this, yeah. And in the time it's taken us to get to here, a week and a half, we've got two more. And wrestling fans have proved that they are the worst fans, the fucking worst. Yeah. So uh, I am I am officially nominating wrestling fans as the worst fandom. In the history of everything. And we're only going to use evidence from the past 10 days to prove this point. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. We're only going to use evidence for the past 10 yeah. fucking days. So let's start. Let's start with the fallout. Because <sighs> uh, we, we've talked about all the good that's come out of, um, you know, the uh, the untimely tragedy of Shad Gaspard. But there was also a a roll your eyes moment because there was some, uh, there were some people getting up in arms because, um, like, you know, you know, people were posting, uh, like wrestlers were posting, like, here's the last time, like here, like someone screenshotted, here's his last Instagram post. Um, you know, here's the last time, here's the last text that we shared. And one of those was the other half of crime time, JTG. Uh, and you know, he posted, um, you know, I don't think that was the last text but, conversation. But it was like April. It was like from April or something yeah. like that, it, it, or January. Like it, it was from a while ago, but it was like, hey, here's an example of one of our conversations. Um, you know, like every time we talked, it would be like this. And it was like he ended it with like, you know, I love you like a brother. Uh, no, it was literally like, if I leave this world tomorrow, I just want you to know that I love you like a brother. Yeah, yeah. And JTG responded with, uh, love you too, bro. Hashtag no homo. Right. And that just set everybody off the, uh, the woke crowd 
Yeah, so I use the term woke in like as a as a disparaging insult. insult. Yeah. yeah, anytime I describe something as woke, like it is an insult. Uh, the the woke crowd immediately jumped on that, saying it's 2020. How dare you use no homo? To to the point where now they're like they were they were they were you know being rude to JTG about it. Listen, um, <sighs> shut up. Yep. Like, shut up. Uh, in, I don't remember anybody in 2011 being really, really upset when the Lonely Island put out a song called No Homo. Yep. Like, nobody pitched a fit. Everybody laughed because it was like, aha, they're just, they're funny. Uh, uh, whatever. Um, shut up. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. Like, find something else to be woke about. Yeah, like, he was trying to share an, uh, you know, a, a close moment with his friend who has died. Yeah. And that's what you're going to jump on for. And it, 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 here's the thing. Like, am I necessarily like agreeing with like the no homo thing? Absolutely not. But like, at the same time, it's like, I can see the fucking bigger picture here. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, you know what? Uh, hey, man, I love you like a brother. No homo. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I love you, too. Hashtag no homo. See, there it is. Uh, so bring on the woke crowd. Um, and it's like... <laughs> It was so infuriating to see people do that and like yeah. jump down his throat about it. Uh, for better or worse, and you and I talked about this, like wrestling is a boys club, and I hate it. I'm happy it's moving away from that. You have dudes, um, like it, it's moving more and more progressive. You're seeing uh, some of the like shithead sexist guys will get there. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting there are outright being chastised and hated on for their opinions and how they look at wrestling, women's wrestling, uh, gay wrestlers, like, uh, Effie's the prominent example I can think of. Um, and you know, I, Kenny Omega is openly bisexual. Like you are seeing such a positive response for like people like them that we're seeing, um, less and less of the, toxic like the overall like toxic against stuff like that against like homosexuality uh women's wrestling in total and that kind of stuff but there's still these sections of people that suck and the internet trolls will find anything to latch on and i don't like here's the question i have for you how many of the people that got mad about that hashtag do you think were actually angry or how many of them do you think just wanted to Cause a scene on the internet. Oh, uh, 100% just wanted to cause a scene. 100%. Like, it's not even close. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, it's it's not even It is completely and totally 100% just want attention and uh, want to... Uh, um, Oh, look at me. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm a good person. Look at me. Look at, look, look at me. You know what I need for this conversation? What do you need? 
Yep. Yup. Um, so yeah, it's like, you know what? Uh, I didn't see, I didn't see anybody say, Hey, I'm gay. And that offended me. Yeah. I didn't see uh, a single one. No. And again, 2020 possibly could have used better wording, but again, bigger fucking picture. Yeah. Just bigger fucking picture. Like, he was still missing at that point. JTG knew. He knew. It had been, what, two days? Yeah. Day and a half? Somewhere on there? He knew what they were looking for at that point. Like, uh, in his heart of hearts, he knew what they were looking for. Um, and, you know, he wanted to share with the internet, like, one of the last real close moments they had, and especially because, it, you know, it, the phrasing of what Shad said. Uh, I just, I, I, I can't, and... You ready? You ready to move on to point two? Yeah, because you Exhibit know, B? like we're sitting there and we're like, man, that was pretty bad. And you know, people are people are kind of stupid. Uh, wrestling fans are the worst, like because we say that all the time. Wrestling fans are the worst. And then it was a couple days later. It was last Friday. Um, stardom wrestler uh, Hanakamura uh, killed herself. Due to internet bullying, she posted some stuff about how she was self-harming. I don't know necessarily know, like, uh, apparently a lot of the tweets got taken down. Um, I don't know if she was reaching out for help to people. I don't know what the, what the actual full scenario was. I have no interest in going and looking at photos of this person who's now deceased and their self-harm photos. It doesn't interest me, and I don't mean that in a rude way. I mean that in a, for what we're about to talk about, it would just piss me off and disgust me too much. Yeah. Uh, she was 22 years old and bullied into committing suicide by internet strangers. Like, I'm 35, you, you're older. Yeah, uh, just, <laughs> ju- ju- only uh, only. As of a few days ago, so yeah, you're you're older. Um, like I, I can't uh, like, and I've said this several times. I'm really glad social media, the internet, and like smartphones weren't a thing when I was in high school. Yeah, uh, and you know, there's the obvious like jokes of being a horny teenager, but more to the fact is, like kid, like. Teenagers and people in their early twenties fucking suck. Oh, they're yeah, they're pretty awful people. I they was an awful ter- person at that point. Yeah, they can be terrible. They can be dicks. They they can just think they can run roughshod on everyone, and there won't be and it won't have any real world effects. Right. And I mean, dude, it just uh, fuck it. I'll I'll open up a little bit about myself. Um, I'm diagnosed with clinical depression. I am. I've been on medication. I've been in therapy for the better part of like the past four and a half or five years. It's not something I've ever spoken about on air before. It's not something I've ever really like I've opened up to you about it. It's not something I tell a lot of my friends, though. Um, So this is me coming clean about all that. I'm not ashamed I'm doing those things. It's just not something I bring up in conversation. And 
if it wasn't for my support group, when I like came out and started telling people like that, this is what I needed. This is what I was doing and that kind of stuff. Like I can't imagine being any level of celebrity and reaching out for help only to be met with that level of visceral hatred. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I'm a big like fan. I I think I've only seen like one or two of her matches. Uh, But again, like the, the outpouring of, uh, like wrestlers and the love they got. Cause like, you know, a lot of the AEW women's roster is from stardom. Right. Um, I know Kari Sane and Oscar both talked about it and, um, like, man, it's just so senseless. And so like senseless is the only word I can think of. Cause it, it outside of that, it really literally just pisses me off. Yeah, because it's 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 unnecessary, and it was it, it's it's the the attitude that you described the um, uh, like the feeling like Teflon, you know, feeling like you know nothing's ever gonna nothing bad's ever gonna happen to you when you're that age, combined with the ability to basically be anonymous behind a keyboard is a terrible, terrible combination. Yeah. And it's so easy with social media to feel more connected to people that you don't know. And um, it's hard to not get caught up in it. Um, And... Like, people don't understand that, you know, it's not, yeah, like, you type into a keyboard, and you hit enter, and it's and it's gone. Um, and, you know, there's a person on the other side. And, you know, there might be a disconnect for you that you don't understand that, that there is a real legitimate person on the other side. And I'm not saying that you can't be critical of things, that you can't be critical of people. Uh, I'm critical of things and people online and in person all the time. Same. But there's also a point where, you know, it crosses that line from criticism whether constructive or not constructive to you know bullying like and not not just bullying like oh they're mean but like awful horrible things i will not i will not write anything online that i wouldn't say to the person directly it it truly bums me out that there's a shorthand for kill yourself as an insult. Yeah. KYS. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, and the way I've seen it thrown around on, like, uh, Twitter and, like, screenshots from, like, PlayStation posts and even it's simple shit on, like, 
choosing beggars on Reddit where yeah. there'll be screenshots and it'll be like, oh, you didn't, you only gave me silver for this post. That won't do anything. Why didn't you give me gold or platinum? And it's like, uh, dude, I, I gave it to you because so I liked your comment. Like, calm the fuck down. He's like, yeah, you know what? Just KYS. Like, yeah. Fuck off. Right. Like, and so, yeah, you know, like I, it, it, it sucks to see so many, you know, you know keyboard warriors uh, that are, yeah. you know, brash and bold, you know, sitting at home on their computer, on their phone, knowing that they'll never look that person in the face or if they ever do they'll oh i'm such a big fan and you're so great oh yeah absolutely and it's like the 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 cowardice the cowardice to to sit behind a phone sit behind a screen um i will f- like because i I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to you know not be a hypocrite because yeah i i am uh critical of people i quote unquote don't value friendships Whatever, um, <laughs> uh, but I think you value my friendship pretty I, well. I value your friendship very much. Um, hashtag no homo. Um, but, um, but you know, I'm also. If you spend more than fifteen minutes with me, you know that I'm the same snarky asshole online that I am in person. And I also have a line. Yeah, Chris Flanagan once literally in person to me described himself as petty. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, now that Tom's dead, I'm the pettiest person there is. Um, I'll say it to anybody. Uh, I'm super petty. I hold grudges. I will say mean things. Um, more often than not, I will feel bad about them later. I usually spend as much time insulting people as I do apologizing to people. Um. So, you know, I, I understand that there, that, you know, people have feelings and emotions and, um, uh, sometimes I just don't care about those people though, but I'm never going to, like, I have lines that I'm not going to cross because, you know, I'm not a garbage person. Uh, and I, I just think that there's a, uh, there's a lack of recognizing that just because I have a thought or an opinion doesn't mean I have to say it. Yeah. And I like, uh, you know, there's always that thing that there's a line. I'm not a fan, but there's always the, the thing from, Lord of the Rings, I don't know the actual wording, but it's like, uh, there's no punishment greater than a parent having to bury their child. Yeah. Like she's 20. She was 22. Like that's the part that I've stuck on. And it's like, there's a global pandemic going on and you, for the lulls, decided to bully this girl into killing herself. Yeah. If there's a hell, there's a special place for all of you there. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's also a special place for people that can't read the room and immediately do that same thing to somebody else. 
Because we're not done. You might think that that's enough to make wrestling fans the worst because that's, that's within a week of each other. But we're not done. We're still not done. <sighs> because I think we might have found um, our podcast war enemy. No, no, because like we want like a friendly war. Yeah, I don't want someone I'm actually going to like. No, if I see you, I'm going to hit you war with. Um, Because uh, I know we were just talking about not bullying people. Right, if I ever see this person, Um, SOS, swing on sight, baby. Yeah, um, this douchebag who I kind of don't even want to. uh, Name him by no, name. No, we're, we're going to because Are I'm going to lump him in with someone else, too. All right, let's do this. Uh, what is his name? JD from NY. Uh, <clears throat> which is Twitter handle for asshole. Um, yeah. Who decides to uh, relate uh, perceived work rate which is another term that I, I don't have time for. Um, someone's work rate. Like I got no time for that shit. Um, and the stupid assholes that think that that actually means anything. Um, Hulk Hogan was probably for a good 30 years the biggest name in professional wrestling and what is his quote unquote work rate? Get a fucking life. Hello. Yeah. So work rate doesn't mean dick. Uh, so yeah. get, get the fuck out of here. But anyway, especially, especially when we're talking about a woman who is a five time women's champion, right? Like alone before she was a two time tag champ. Yeah. So try starts to compare, um, uh, Alexa Bliss's work rate, quote unquote, um, because that's also subjective. What the fuck? Ever? I don't have time for this. Um, to how he thinks she is in bed. Which, first of all, I know we make a joke about uh, every so often we'll go on missed connections on Craigslist. Like this dude, I feel like he troll, like he scours like we troll missed connections this guy scours missed connections for hookups um he probably goes to uh stuff for free and posts personal ads yeah i can see that like this guy is the epitome of uh a garbage person a bottom feeding garbage person um absolute waste of space absolute human shit um because uh, i feel like he's never really had the pleasure of disappointing a woman in his life to this point so he has to um <laughs> he has to you know it picture in his mind what being in bed with another person who's not probably a relative is like. 
Uh, he's the reason why uh, in some states you have to check a box when you fill out the marriage paperwork that says that you certify that the person you're marrying is not first cousin or closer related to you. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling. He's like, if you go to his internet profile or if you go to his Twitter profile, he like tries to flaunt it. Yeah. And be like, internet bully number one. It's like, okay, man, like that's, if that's a title you want to be proud of, aim higher. Aim for not even the bottom of the barrel, but like the underscum of the barrel. Aim, aim higher. Yeah. When we talk about people like him, we have to aim at the dirt and then aim a little lower. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You know who I? You know who I compare him to? Who's that? Oh yeah, Brad, Brad Shepard. Yeah. Uh, just because, uh, like, on occasion, I'll log on to the show account on Twitter and I'll see what dumb shit he said because uh curbside hero can only post so much on his Twitter account. Um, and it's just like, I, I really feel he only has like 5,500 followers, which is about 5,459 too many. The dude only deserves about 40 followers. And I'm assuming most of those are family. Yeah. That he probably wants um, to share a bed with. And he, he had this like perceived, and I'm sure it was only him because he'll all like, regardless of what she does, like he went out of his way to talk about how the Billions season premiere that featured Becky Lynch mm-hmm. was the second lowest watched thing in the show, negating the fact that it was also up against the premiere of uh, The Last Dance. But that's 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 how people and I use the word people in quotes uh, like that thrive is they don't you don't get the whole picture you don't get the whole truth you get the slanted version through whatever lens they want to project as as the argument and as as the evidence yeah and it's funny because he'll always like when someone asked him about himself he was like oh i'm six six and i wear a size 16 she was like dude i'm six seven and i wear a size 13 yeah a size 16 would look ridiculous well, no, that's because he wears clown shoes because he's a fucking clown. That's true. Uh, um, that's why. And like, there was one where he compared himself to Stephen A. Smith or Colin Cowherd, and I was like, "Dude, your podcast gets less listeners than like most dumps I take." I just there. I, I have no time for sexist and homophobic people on like. That run shows like that. Right. I or run like, you know, because he has a podcast. He was on uh, like Pro Wrestling Extra or something like that, which claims to be the number one source for all pro wrestling news and uh, that kind of stuff. It's like, dude, your highest viewed article was about 10, like 10 hottest butts in pro wrestling. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, and it's incomplete journalism. Mine's not on there, so it's incomplete anyway. It's and fake news. We're calling that journalism? Yeah, no, it's it's, and then and then uh, to have the nerve to uh, uh, to call it a quote unquote hot take. Yeah, like that shit's not a hot take. That's a stupid ass opinion that you should have kept to yourself. Like, hot, hot takes are supposed to be dumb and funny. Yeah. And yours are just dumb. Yeah. And, I'll, you know, him and, like, I lump him and JD from NY 
and I know we might have a strong disagreement about this, but I kind of lump like, and I think he's gotten so much worse. I refer to him as the Alex Jones of professional wrestling. Oh God. Jim Cornette. Uh, Cause I don't think Cornette believes half the shit he says. No, like I'm, I'm torn on Jim Cornette because number one, uh, like there is absolutely no, I don't think there's anybody walking the planet that has as deep of a wrestling knowledge as Jim Cornette. No, I, I like, I can respect what he did, but now that he's been fired from every major promotion in pro wrestling, even down to ring of honor impact and major league wrestling, I think he only works for United pro now. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny. He said he would. He said uh, he would have no interest in coming into AEW to manage the revolt, the revival. Yeah, it's like, dude, they didn't fucking call you. Yeah, nobody asked. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but uh, I don't know that I would put him in with with with, with the uh, uh, the peanut gallery there. Uh, I would lump some of his but, stuff in, like his rant yeah. about Becky getting pregnant. I see. And I, 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 part of it is just like I. I haven't heard a lot. Like I just, I don't listen to a lot of it just because number one, like I just don't follow current wrestling anymore. Fair. Like I, I haven't followed, like I watched the, um, I watched the, the backstage episodes with punk on them and I scrub until I see him on there and then I hear <laughs> what he has to say. And then I, I don't watch him anymore. Um, but I haven't watched a, a raw, a SmackDown or a pay-per-view in over a year. Um, I can't tell you, like, I still, play, here's the funny thing is like, I still play the, uh, the super card game. And like, when I draw people that I, I like, I have no idea who half of like, Fabian Archer. I have no idea who that is. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name. Like he has a fucking card on there. Yeah. He's like, he's on NXT. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, like there, there's a bunch of people that like the one guy with like the, the, the UK flag on his face. Um, oh, so, Ligero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Like, I mispronounce half their names. So I've been calling. Hold them, on. I'm, Credit where it's due to the uh, United Kingdom luchador, though. Uh, like, I, I pronounce half of their names wrong. I've been calling him Lugero for a long time because I've never heard anyone say his name. Um, so, like, I don't know who half of them are. Uh, I really just try and collect the Shawn Michaels cards, which are incredibly hard to get. Uh, no, I think he's cute. Oh, I know he's sexy. Um, like my my, yeah, uh, my right, I'm, uh, done. I'm done. I'm done. My 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 pro like you can set one card as like your uh, your your profile card, and I put it as the uh, the the China card because I'm like I liked China, um, and I I drew it and I was like that's yeah, gonna be my profile card. Uh, like I try and collect like the legends I know. Um, <sighs> I don't know who half of them are anymore and I don't really care to learn like current wrestling is just, it's not for me. Like I know we, we used to do that. It's not for me. We need to get back to doing that uh, because current wrestling is not for me. Um, so I don't, I don't keep up with like half, like more than half. Like I don't read any news. I don't like, I, I follow a couple of wrestling accounts and that's it just because I like those people but like I don't watch hardly anything. Um, I I, I haven't I've watched uh, a match and a half from WrestleMania, uh, and I think last year's WrestleMania was the last event that I watched, like beginning to end. It's just not for me. But anyway, like so I don't keep up with like 
any like current events or comments on them. Uh, I'll listen to something to wrestle and uh, grilling Jr. and uh, eighty three weeks for like the older stuff, mm-hmm. like ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one. Like I'm, I'm, I'll listen to anything they put out about any of that stuff. But like anything, you know, current, I have no interest in. Uh, so I just I don't follow. So I haven't heard half of like all the Jim Cornette stuff of what he says about much of anything, um, just because I don't. I don't follow it. That was a really long way to get there, but uh, what is it? A long walk for a short drink of water or some kind of shit like that. Yeah. Sad to see her go, but happy to watch her leave. That's the only one I really know. That's the one that one's about butts. So, but I'm going to get back to, uh, the topic at hand. Like I think Alexa handled it wonderfully. Oh yeah. Um, I think she, she did. And, you know, I saw some people, like, calling her out for talking about it and that kind of stuff. Like, I think Punk worded it the best out of anybody where he's like, way too many people are putting way too much into uh, – I'll have to look it up. But, like, people that were, like, chastising her for giving the guy the time of day, it's like, at some point, like, you have to stand up for yourself. And that dude has – that guy has 31,000 followers on Twitter. I like to think that he's, like, one of those – no, I almost dropped the C word about him. Oh. I straight up almost Whoa. dropped the C word. That's how you know I'm heated. Like I yeah. almost dropped it. Um, but that's like one of those dudes who like, I wouldn't put it beyond someone who's comparing a wrestler's work rate to their uh, bedroom, uh, you know, activities. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't put it beyond them to buy followers. Oh yeah. I mean, you could, you can Google, because um, dear friend of the show, uh, Tony Rose and myself have done this just just because we have we have theories about uh, other in town accounts uh, that you could go on. You could buy thousands of followers for a couple bucks. Yeah. So they're they're always very like low low interactive, very low scoring, like low quality followers. But it's it's numbers. Uh. So, yeah, the the punk one from yesterday that I thought actually kind of encapsulated everything was some of you need to stop listening to criticism from people you wouldn't ask advice from. Exactly. And I understand that. But at the same time, there's no part of me that is judging bliss for standing up for yourself. No, because no. that is outrageous. And when and when I, I, th- I think it's just as, you know, you have the right to say something really stupid about somebody else, something stupid, unfounded and out of line. They also have the same right and privilege to respond back to you and tell you how stupid you are. Yeah. They get a clap back. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're right. I agree with you. Like she, uh, she handled it well. Uh, she is a, a class act, um, which you cannot say about, uh, douchebag for NY um, <laughs> who, you know, uh, hasn't seen a nipple without paying for it. Um, mm-hmm. and probably never seen a nipple. That's not through a screen. Yeah. Um, and I understand we are literally doing the bullying that we'd like, yeah. to talk about, but it's, he's, <sighs> Yeah, like, but, but just but you know bottom what? barrel. I would I would say it to his face. I would say it if he called in on the show. I would oh, say it if I saw him. Uh, I would say that he is a bottom feeding garbage person. Uh, 
that he's one of those people that I'm like, man, maybe sometimes America has too much freedom. And uh, I'm going to tell you what to do. If you're a follower of and a fan of JD from NY or Brad Shepard, uh, we're going to go ahead and have you uh, unlike yep. our podcast, unsubscribe. Yep. Um, and uh, go on over, just delete everything you've listened to. Yep. And I, I can't remember what I used to say in this situation. Uh, hashtag GFY. Uh, hashtag GFY, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, not, uh, not. We're, we're not going to use the other one that we talked about earlier. That's the bad that we can't believe that that exists. Just GFY. Uh-huh. Because uh, that's probably, um, you know, you're going to have to do it yourself because you're the only one that will. <laughs> I will say that. So, yeah, but no, like literally the past 10 days of the pro wrestling community has been the perfect example of one step forward, two, te- two steps back. Yeah, It absolutely um, is. You know, like... I feel for everyone that knew, and I'm so sorry if I'm butchering her name. I've never heard it actually said out loud. Uh, Hana Kimura and Shad Gaspard, like, I feel sorry for everyone that knew them. I feel sorry for everyone that's, like, personally or even, you know, like, major fans that were impacted. Like, we both loved Crime Time. Yeah. It was a serious bummer to hear the news. I mean, like, you cannot hear the Crime Time theme song and not just, like, like, be in a better mood. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially the one that starts with Papa 40 and your <laughs> rollies. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, okay, let's, let's, I know, I know you're heated. I know you're worked up. I am. Uh, I am. Let's. Woosa, baby. Woosa. Let's, uh, let's try something to be happy. Uh, text me some, text me four digits if you would. Oh, my, my phone is in hand, sir. I think you might like these numbers too. Oh, cause we're going to do this. We're going to, uh, uh, reach out and touch America. Chris and Chris do America. If you're not familiar with this, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Done. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with this segment, uh, we pick a random city. I find the area code, the the prefix. Uh, my uh, my friend over here, Koran. I almost said friends with benefits. Uh, Koran, that's the name of the show. Uh, I mean, you know, it's uh, true sometimes too. <laughs> Uh, sends me the last four digits only upon me asking for it at the show at the time. So we, it, there's no collusion. There's uh, we're not, we're not setting this up. Uh, we call a random person across America and we see if they will uh, talk to us. And uh, so this week we have pitched, uh, we have picked a Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, because we talked about we use, we talked about wrestling, and now we're talking uh, to someone from Wichita, the WWW episode. Yeah, and since we're running way over, we're almost running into talk nerdy to me time. We're going to make this call. Let's see what happens. Wichita, Kansas. Let's hope they pay their bills. Come on down. I don't know what we're going to do if we actually get somebody. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, God, it's ringing. Hello. Hi. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm also Chris. And we're doing a podcast right now. And uh, what we do at the end of every show is uh, just for fun. Uh, we type in a we pick a random city and we type in a random phone number and we uh, we see if the person who answers will uh, have fun for just a minute and talk to us. And so we can get to know him in this time of quarantine where we feel kind of isolated Um we promise that we will never we we never give out phone numbers. Uh, we'll never call again. 
uh, so we'll never bother you. Uh, but hopefully you'd be interested in talking to us for a minute or two. Sure. Oh my gosh! Hey. Yes. This Hell is so yeah. rare. It, it like never happens that someone actually wants to talk to us. It's great. Like you have just made our day. I want you to know. So, what's your name? <laughs> my name is Greg. Greg. Hey, All Greg. Right. Nice to talk to you, man. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Hopefully. Hope quarantine's treating you decently. Yeah. Yeah. So so far so good. All right. And, uh, what, like, what do you do? Uh, like, are, are you still like working right now during this time, or have you been like, uh, are you in like a pause or um, anything like that? I'm actually retired. Oh, awesome! Oh, wow. Awesome. What jealous. did you do? Pardon me. What did you do before you were retired? I uh, worked for the Department of Corrections. Oh. <laughs> Awesome. Ran a uh, facility here. That's super cool. My nice. my dad was a, a state cop in Maine for 27 years, so uh, much respect for uh, nice. being nice. part of the criminal justice system. I know that's not absolutely not easy work, so um, no. mad respect for that. That's that's great. Never, never the same day twice. <laughs> I would imagine not. I would yeah. imagine not. Uh, I worked at a private pharmacy for city workers for seven years, and... Uh, the stories I would get from some uh, correctional officers were, uh, whoo, just, whoo. Yeah, I, did it. I, I did it for 30 years. So. Oh, wow. Jeez. Um, are you, uh, are you married? Are you, uh, do you have kids? Do you have a family? Like, tell us about you as much as you're comfortable with. Of uh, course. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm married. Uh, I've married my wife for 27 years. I've got, Three kids, and I've got eight grandkids. Oh wow! Whoa, that's awesome. That's so cool, man. So cool, like that's super cool. Yeah. Um. So you know, we're kind of a nerd centric podcast. Like, do you uh, like what kind of like what kind of TV? If you're sitting down to watch TV, like what kind of stuff do you like to watch? Um. Well, my my wife and I are do a lot of watching reality shows. Of course, now those are all a joke now because they're all doing it from there. In their um, bedrooms or living yeah. rooms, I guess, for like a better word. So, um, uh, my wife likes all of the uh, crime, ID crime shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like uh, the, uh, you know, Below Zero and uh, the, yeah. you know, the cooking. Yeah, we watch a lot of cooking shows. Okay. Oh, yeah. No judgment there, man. Yeah. I love to eat. No, I'm a Guy Fieri fan, so uh, you know you. Anytime you see the triple D on, you know I'm I'm down. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Nice, I nice, nice. I love it. So, so what else do you do? Uh, like, how else are you enjoying retirement normally? Like, not under these crazy circumstances, but like, do you like to travel a lot? Or do you like to stay more closer to no, home? We were actually. Yeah, we we do a lot of traveling. Actually, we were supposed to be in Morocco right now, so uh, that didn't that didn't work out for us. Man, oh yeah, that we, we were supposed to leave for Morocco on the tenth, and we were going to go to Morocco and the Canary Islands, and then over to um, Portugal. Oh geez, um, but uh, yeah, that that didn't work out very well. Well, hopefully, you get to reschedule that. And get to get to take. Yeah, we're, not, we're not getting a lot of refunds on anything right now. So <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, I was supposed yeah, to go to Tampa yeah. in April, and we're, I got everything refunded quick. 
No, no refunds on uh, on our airline tickets so far, so we'll see. Do you want to put the airline on blast? Do you want to yell at them and we'll we'll um, we'll, we'll shame them? Maybe. Sure. Maybe. Delta. Delta. Oh, Delta. Delta. Yeah. Oh, we'll shame. Oh. Yeah, we're not above shaming Delta. See, uh, our show we get about uh, we get about uh, between four and five thousand listeners a week, and we'll get them all to uh, shout at Delta for you. Um, for sure. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Air Morocco. Yeah, if you get any pull there, go <laughs> we'll we'll try. We can try. I, I don't know if we're big in Morocco. We'll have to look at our numbers and see what, <laughs> see how we do in Morocco. Yeah. If it was if it was Air Netherlands, oh yeah, you, you'd be in like Flynn, man. Yeah, we got him in the palm of our hand. But Morocco, we're just not. I don't know if we're big there or not. Yeah, that's just my luck. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is fantastic! Yeah, thank you very. Uh, do you, do you have anything uh, like anything that you want to any anything you want to shout out? Anybody you want to want to plug? Anything like that? Um, no, no, not not really. Um, where what is your podcast? Uh, we are we're called the uh, we're the Friends with Benefits podcast, and we're the uh, part of the Talk Nerdy to Me Network. Uh, we're based in Kentucky, um, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and see, like, uh, we, we had a show. We, we've been doing the uh, the Talk Nerdy to Me show for about six years, and then uh, we spun off into another show. So now we've got a couple shows going. And um, one of the things that we really wanted to do, especially since everything's kind of been closed up, is um, we've we, we've been trying to – every week we call we, – we pick a random city – uh, there's two of us, uh, Chris and Chris, and uh, we'll pick a city. I'll, I'll find the area code and the prefix, and then he will text me the last four digits. So we don't we don't rig it in any way. We just literally randomly call somebody from a different city, uh, just to kind of see like how how things are going there. Um, you know, just get to know people. Uh, most people hang up. Uh, they don't want to talk to us. Um, but every so often we'll get somebody that will, uh, that will, that will talk to us. I think you're like the third. We've been doing this since, uh, January. So I think you're the third person that's actually talking to us. Yeah. So most people don't like us. So (laughs) a lot of people don't answer and then they just get voicemail. So yeah. So we'll leave a voicemail. Um, but uh, but yeah, like we we just um, you know we like to to see how life is, uh, see how the people of of the United States are handling. Like we've tried to call like Alaska, we've tried to call uh, we we've called a lot of places. Uh, one guy just talked Spanish; he only spoke Spanish, so that was that was rough. Uh, one one guy just <laughs> so said you know no. what, you know where you call again? Yeah, yeah. Like we'll pick a city at the beginning of the show. And then, uh, Ooh, okay. like, so like during the show, I'll look up the area code and the prefix, um, and then he'll give me the last four. So it's a completely random, like it's n- none of our friends. Like we don't know anybody who we're talking to, uh, and we'll just randomly call it and just see if we can get lucky and get somebody to uh, to talk to us. Right. And so it's a fun well, little we, experiment. Uh, we love Kentucky. We've been there. We loved it there. Oh, awesome! Nice. What, what parts have you uh, have you visited? Oh gosh, we went to uh, not Lexington. Yeah, we went to Lexington. Yeah. We went on the we went on the bourbon tour and <laughs> oh. um, Buffalo Trace had had, right. uh, had all kinds of tastings with the with the bourbon and all that stuff. That's we went to the horse that store. So cool. That's there's a real famous old horse track there. I forget what it is. Oh. 
Super cool. Uh, well, next time you are uh, you make your way this way, uh, if you find your way near Bowling Green, we'll show you the Corvette plant. Um, oh, nice! And uh, all that yeah. fun stuff. So, uh, uh, next save the number that just yeah. called you. We are more than happy to take you out if you come to Kentucky again. All right. Well, I, I appreciate it very much. <laughs> and uh, and and thank you for uh, for for talking to us. This was awesome. No problem. No problem. Thanks, you guys, for coming. Appreciate it. Hey, you have a great Thank night. You. you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye. That was so awesome. So good. So good. That guy was awesome. What that guy say? was so cool. Greg? Greg, Greg thank you so man. much. Greg is the man. And now, uh, Delta, do right by Greg. Do right by Greg. Do right. Air Morocco, yeah. we might think listening if our homies at Air Netherlands can hook it up. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, we just want to make things right for our boy Greg. Yes, Greg is now a part of the inner circle, uh, so we need to get Delta. Uh, I think we need to start hashtag justice for Greg. Oh, yeah, and tagging <laughs> Delta all the time. I'm into it. I'm into it. This is now a thing, hashtag justice for Greg. That's going to be the title of the episode, justice for Greg. Mm. And nobody's gonna get it unless they listen to the whole damn thing. I was heated. Now I'm in such a good mood. <laughs> Greg was so cool. Oh, that was awesome. Greg is the man. All right. All right. So before we get too further, too much further into uh, talk nerdy to me territory. Yeah. I think uh, now's a good time to say, guys, thank you um, for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for. Uh, going down the rabbit hole of hearing me just get angry for, for about 40 minutes talking about wrestling. And, um, you know, stay safe, stay home if you can. Please wear a mask. Just please wear a mask. Don't fight it. Just please, just wear a mask. And as always, thank you for being our friends with benefits. <laughs>